Disappointed in what? The Shakhtar jersey? Sorry, I wasn't listening. I ordered the away jersey, and it hasn't shown up yet. Oh, where's my away jersey? Didn't you promise you'll buy me and Ben and Bosnian dude? Well, he's not Bosnian, he's Dutch, but he's in Bosnia now. By the way, I I haven't heard from Landlin in a while. I, um, I hope he's fine. Um, he basically went to Belgrade and then left after a couple of days, and then is now in Bosnia. Thing is, after he left, Belgrade got hit by yet another gigantic storm. Um, so basically, Balkans just are sending each other gigantic storms of destruction. Well, no, no, no. So wait a minute. He he left, and then it got hit by a storm. Mm-hmm. And before and he came, there was flooding. another storm as well. It's flooding, right? Mm-hmm. I find it ironic that the, as soon as the duchy leaves, that the country's underwater. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Um, famous musician almost got suffocated during sex. I felt like I had asthma. Busta rhymes. <laughs> well, if you got suffocated during sex, wouldn't that be Busta Nut? <laughs> That's not a name I was expecting to see, man. All right. Hi and hello and welcome to a new season of podcast because we decided to uh, continue with our awful little project that just takes time and we have one listener who appreciates it and even he said Hi, it, it, <laughs> he said he just listens to it as a background noise so uh, this is really just us talking about nonsense. My name's Greaves. I'm joined by um, Sir Charizard here. Um, oh, sir. Actually, forgot your nickname. Charizard's Ridge, sorry. Um, let's just call him the Sir Charizard. And we are here to talk about Roma again. We took a little break because um, off-season gets funny. So we can we could literally have an episode every single day and just talk about all the news we just read from certain sources. And they would be meaningless or just be very repetitive every couple of days, I guess. So, uh, yeah, we decided to take a break. And now we're kind of back with uh, two weeks left before the season starts ish and my question to you is charizard how much do you hate uh, karen rapino megan rapino what's her name again megan rapino but she looks like a karen karen yeah i i had karen in my head because she literally has the karen haircut so uh what's up how much do you hate her uh i don't pay attention to uh the women's national team racist and, uh racist well, like sexist but <laughs> No, it, I, well, I don't even pay attention to the men's national team, so I'm just an equal opportunity <laughs> hater. So, <laughs> yeah, the real the real LeBron James of soccer took his skills to South Beach, so you know. But I I don't care. I, all I know is that they lost today by like the tiniest margin on a penalty kick by a size of one three thousandth of a blue shark to put it bluntly for our American listeners, and for the rest of the world, one millimeter. Oh, we know what a nine millimeter is. We're good at shooting people with those. (laughs) Ninth of a one millimeter. (laughs) If you took nine one millimeters, it's nine times how much they lost by. (laughs) I fucking love when Americans go like, size of seven camels today. Like, uh, what's a, how, do Americans know camels? Sorry, what? Yeah, they're packs of cigarettes. <laughs> so, uh, first hey, of all... Hey, we got to the moon. You didn't. What do you mean, we? 
We the classic the dude who was on steroids and cheated in all the races that got to the moon and shit. Oh, wait, that's the other never mind. Um so what are we here to talk about? Uh I don't know Roma, what to say about Roma. Roma, Roma. So here's the thing. Last season I was like, uh, let's talk about anything but Roma, but like we came here to talk about Roma and I again don't want to talk about Roma. Because it's depressing. All right. So there's a few topics that we didn't write down because this is an incredibly impromptu uh, episode. It was yeah. um, Char. I told you five minutes ago. Hey, can't sleep. Podcast now. <laughs> okay, let's go. Yeah. And uh, essentially what happens is, I guess, we'll just try to think of things that happened this summer. There's Where a bunch of start? things that happened. Yes, Roma signed Renato Sanchez, but then Roma didn't sign Renato Sanchez, and then Roma signs Kamaka, but then Roma didn't sign Kamaka, and then... And Roma is steps away from signing Marcos Leonardo. One step closer. <coughs> One step you know, closer. It's... He... Wait, I feel like that's a song lyric. It is. It's Linkin Park. At yeah. some point... One step closer to the <laughs> edge. <laughs> At some point, uh, Roma Press article started sounding like Lincoln Parts. <laughs> Roma is one step closer to signing school. It's like, oh, uh, goddamn. Like, what do you, what do you as a journalist to write anymore when, like, every day you're like, Roma's about to sign this guy. I guess I have to print this. I have stuff. And then the next day they're like, uh, Roma is not even close. Roma never called. We have never negotiated oh, with this. You know what? What is Roma? Greece, guess what? We could use another Lincoln Park uh, talking about Roma's transfer. Breathe? Uh, Wait, no. Prodigy? No. I've become so numb. I can't feel you there. Become so tired. Well, okay. So much more away. Yeah. That's funny that you mentioned it because I feel like I'm numb to everything that's happening right now. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of Roma fandom is just losing their minds in all the rumors and everything that's going on. And oh my God, it's August. What is. Wait, is it August? It's August 6th. Jesus. Yes. I still think it's beginning with july it's august 6th and we haven't signed anyone oh my god we well, did we signed two there. on freeze uh two loans two free signings yeah that's yeah all right i don't know what i don't know where to start um let's start with who left nobody important next uh just kidding Still no benjamin, offers for rick Karsdorp. benjamin and or benjamin tahirovich uh depends how what i guess he doesn't come from any country where it's pronounced benjamin so just call him benjamin Tahirovich has been sold to Ajax. He simply we 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 had no room for him. Rojas just is not a coach that's going to teach him how to play, and you know it's, he had to go develop somewhere. He's going to be a huge player. Um, he's at Ajax, the club that's famous for developing players. So you know, yeah. Best of luck to him. We'll be hearing that name from um, I what guess Saudi Arabia in two years. So. What do you make of the whole thing? Uh, talking about the Roma now, what do you make of the whole thing where Saudi Arabians are buying everything and everyone? All They'll the buy anyone except players. from Roma. Well, except Ibanez now we have is... an offer for Roger Ibanez. Yeah, it seems like it's all agreed upon. It's like 35 million straight up cash, like one payment, something that's never happened to this club, I think. I know. I can't <laughs> wait. I saw they were offering like 25 mil and they want to get him up to 30 mil. And... No, it's, it's, it's 35, I think. Uh, 35? Holy news snow. this morning. Yeah, news this morning, 35. So, um, I don't know. I don't like, know. people are like saying it's the same situation as China buying players a couple of years ago. Like, difference is that was teams going bananas and they were like, look at my. Like, Chinese have this mentality of 
wanting to brag with the stuff they have. Like, for example, in games in China, a pay to win is a huge thing. Like, Chinese want pay to win because then that way they can, you know, build their characters by just paying them and be like, oh, I'm the biggest boss here. Like, that's a known thing. I'm not like being racist or stereotypical. It's like it's a known thing. <laughs> so, uh, well, at they... least they do something productive. Like, they min max their stats with money. I just go do stupid stuff like <laughs> buy skins for Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> or worse in Dota. Um, oh, man. That's me. Um, but Chinese teams were like boasting with, you know, their strength and look what we can buy, look what we can bring. It started with Gervinho or something. Uh, Gervinho, Oscar, the kid from Chelsea, uh, Mirish, I think, went, and like Stefano Shirabi and, you know, people went there. Not the best players, but this feels different. This is Saudi Arabia going full on we can buy anything. Nobody's untouchable. And they're not even paying that much money to the teams. They're like, what, Sergei, Sergei from Lazio went for like, what, 50 million? Lotito was like, I, well, I don't know. What can I do? Like, the, we wanted 120. They said, here's 50. What do you do? Well, the player himself got like 100 million for three seasons. He, like, for that amount of money, players are just going to sit down and be like, I'm not playing. You can fucking shove a dick, dick up my. Oh, you know what ear. they could do? They could take that hundred million for three seasons and pull a Damian Lillard. <laughs> uh, I demand to be traded back to Europe, and Saudi Arabia goes no. I mean, all right, I'm sitting out for the rest of the season. All right, man, do you look stupid? Nah, but Saudi Saudi League is overnight become very highly competitive. Like they, it's a, it's this weird mix. I don't know if you've seen any highlights of these games. Like now they're kind of getting posted in our soccer because like, how are you not gonna post Cristiano Ronaldo insane assist to his teammate? But like this <laughs> highlights are like these European players doing insane shit, and then there was like crazy Saudi players or like Brazilian rejects who couldn't go anywhere else. Trying to finish off like an easy pass or something, and they just can't. Uh, it's 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 wonderful. It really is. Um, but I don't know. Like the league is just gonna get elevated in these couple of years, and I feel like sports washing works. Well, yeah, they just held the World Cup. Well, uh, Saudi Arabia and kind of. Qatar. Yeah, it's it's just all the same shit, isn't it? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think Saudi Arabia and Qatar are, like entering a secret war of like who's gonna be the biggest and best. Um, which is kind of weird to me because Qatar is the size of my front yard and Saudi Arabia is like biggest desert in the world. Um, after Sahara, of course. So it's weird. I always wondered what, how does, how did Riyadh become a city? Like I've never read history, but like I should, because who walks in the middle of a desert and goes, this is where I'm going to build a capital city of my country. Ah, uh, they did apparently. Yeah. So uh, Ibanez might be leaving. Um, it's going to be interesting because he's getting ten mil- nine or ten million a year, like nine plus bonuses. Yeah. Um, but you're not even so, talking about all the fun stuff that's happened so far. Yeah. Should I talk about FFP or nah? Just you t- what fun stuff? Tell me. I don't even the know what jersey mean. reveals. We're back with Adidas. Oh, okay. So Roma fans are angry. Tripoloski. <laughs> One of my favorite songs. If you haven't heard it, Google Hardbus Tripoloski. Um, you won't. So, what do you think about them? Why did you order a away jersey? I liked the how they did the detail with the uh, marbling. 
and they're like oh yeah it ties into the roman with all its historic architecture i was like damn that slaps pretty hard son and then i, like the I got color. i got the home jersey oh yeah Did the home jersey's right? cool yeah oh my god uh, what's what number what player 11 salah balati oh, I feel like he's got like if I had to put money down on somebody having a rebound season this year, it's Belotti, and he's no, proven right I'm, so far in the preseason. I'm not laughing at Belotti. I'm laughing at the fact that they immediately thought, "Who's number eleven? That's Mohamed Salah." Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I, I saw same comment elsewhere saying things that I'm going to say now. I feel like it just perfectly portrays what I feel about Belotti. There is some like opportunities he had that he could have missed like that he could have scored and he missed or like wasn't in a good situation there are some moments where he could have scored he was about to score and then some incredible goalkeeping skills prevented it from going in and then there was like a couple of posts and a couple of uprights that he hit and like what do you do uh, i don't see balati as a problem i see him as like a symptom of a bigger issue he like whenever he was on the pitch i simply never for a moment thought we had a striker in the pitch like he just felt like one of the midfielders and people keep saying oh he's a striker he's a striker we can't enter season with a striker just one like we don't have a striker but is not the striker anymore like in, in jose's system there is no such thing as striker you're a player who is supposed to be involved everywhere in opponent's half and you're supposed to just be there be it passing or be a decoy or be on the wing and cross or whatever like Belotti does not come into situations where he's supposed to score Tammy kind of does the same thing where like we're having a counterattack and Tammy's suddenly crossing the ball from like corner flying like what why is Tammy there why is he crossing the ball and then it perfectly finds the ball and you're like oh okay I guess it worked I don't know yeah but you're um, forgetting you're forgetting about like our other striker we do have another striker out there Peltor? Uh no, he went to uh what was it, Cagliari? Cagliari. Cagliari. Um Cagliari. Soft, like, you know, soft uh, L. very soft L, Cagliari. No, um, like fry, like that squid thing, fried Cagliari. Calamari. Oh. <laughs> like that squid thing. Good one. Uh what's other striker? Tammy? No. Well, I'm looking at he's actually a right winger. Never mind. Uh, Ola, 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 Ola. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a wing. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I like how Roma is negotiating for uh, Arnautovic. And Bologna said, uh, we'll give him to you if you give us Ola Solbakin. Yeah, fuck off. Watch us give you fucking Ola Solbakin, a 24-year-old kid who is about to have a breakout season. And we take back a 34-year-old austrian striker really but yeah i don't know as i was saying belotti to me is not a not a problem i just don't think he had any confidence in him and i don't think the way we played gave him any confidence his job was to be there in attack and provide the open space and options and pass and be involved that's all i don't know oh, i don't think well. he played like a guy who's like supposed to be receiving the ball in the end and then shooting it and like that was the ball basically yeah but he did he did something though um let what? me find it. Uh... <sighs> well, in the meantime, I just wanted to say, um, as for rebound seasons, I think Bellotti is going to have one because 
our issue is that our midfield seems kind of discombobulated and disconnected from themselves, from attack, from defense, from everything. And now we kind of have Awar, who's kind of have. Um, I had no idea what to expect of him, but in the friendlies, he looked like the missing link. <laughs> he looked like the missing link um, that our midfield needed, I guess. And he kind of does things that Mikitarian used to do. So we are very much not going to be the same team we were last year, I think. Unless Aura gets injured, but he seems very consistent. Well, I feel if... like the the team's going to go back to like last year's form because we're going to lose two guys to AFCON. Oh, shit. Him and who else? Indica. Yeah, fuck. I found what I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, Bellotti had a interview with Correa Della Sport. Yeah. Last year, I missed two training camps, both in summer and in autumn. This lack of training heavily conditioned my season. Preparation is essential uh, for my physical condition to put minutes in my legs and thus be found ready for the matches that matter. Yeah, all of our all of our players just talk about their mental fortitude or physical preparation. None of them talk about any X's and O's. None of them say, "Yo, I was not in the right uh, headspace, understanding what the coach wanted of me." They just sent out to the pitch to do something. Yeah. Um, also, he was playing the latter half of the season with broken ribs and a and a fractured wrist. Yeah, that's a warrior. I don't know, man. I think I think he's gonna have a good season now because. He's going to be asked to do less because Pellegrini will be able to do more, because Cristante will be able to do more, because Matic will be able to do more, just because of our. And um, I think Bilat is going to actually have... Like, he, he won't be a problem, let's say. Um, I think like, we're going to have less issues. We might be like a slightly better team this time around. I do really like uh, Christensen. I like... Uh, I don't. Really? Yeah, I watched him in their last uh, friendly against uh, Ferenc, and he scored an own goal. Yeah, true. I kind of quit watching that because Pellegrini was doing his dumbass shit with not knowing what he's doing with the ball, and I was just like, oh, I can't watch it. I have a whole season ahead of me on this. Um, so I didn't see Christensen score an own goal. But the game before that, he was making very simple passes. He was instructing people where to go. He was making proper runs. Like he was just doing everything a winger is supposed to. He was just open and progressing the ball. But one thing is, he's an amazing defender. Like he's fucking huge. He's a unit, and he defends really well. So Did you say eunuch? Unit. Oh, I wouldn't know if he was a eunuch. Probably. Takes balls to defend like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> 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 We're being racist again here. Um, it's not so, racist. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't care who we sign for attack, honestly. I've been saying for what half a year now, I don't want any attackers and strikers, just give me more midfielders. Play without strikers, I don't care. Like, Ooh, who's strikerless system? Who's supposed to score in our team? Smalling, uh, Ibanez, well, he's gone now. Uh, Dybala, uh, Solbakin, El Sharawi, uh, Zalewski, Bove, like anyone's supposed to score. Who cares? We are not a team that goes like, damn, he goes scored 25 goals, like in the first season. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but that was funny, though. Yeah. So, what's next? What else happened? We got um, 
Are you? That's eating? like kid from Real Madrid. Like what? Are you eating? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to eat, and uh, instead I'm staring at my sandwiches and recording this. Why podcast. are you just staring at them? Sandwiches are made food. for eating. True. Yeah, we got Hulen Hon or Julen John or Hulen John. I don't know. I don't know what his that name is. That guy. Guerrero. Hulen yeah. Hon Guerrero. Let's, let's see how his name is pronounced. Um, do we have any Cyrillic languages here for this? Espanol and Euskara. Oh, it's Basque. Um, nope. No idea how to pronounce it. So his dad is... Um, is that as a guy who played for Athletic Bilbao for like 10 years or something? And then, wait, no, was it 10 years? No, it was more. Hang on. Oh, Wikipedia says he played for Athletic Bilbao's youth system for 10 years and then played for Athletic Bilbao's senior team for 14 years. This dude is like full on thrown through, through Athletic Bilbao guy. He's a Basque from Basque County, whatever region. Um, Athletic Bilbao, of course, is famous for only having players, local players, come play for them. And his Wikipedia page has a picture of him with his own name on the shirt on the front. <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that kid is. I've never heard of him, never seen him before. I've never <laughs> seen this man before in my life. He has wonderful blonde locks. I'm scared. I have no idea what he's going to do. I don't know what he plays. I don't think any, it doesn't matter. We signed him from Real Madrid for a free free transfer, but if we sell him, Real Madrid gets 50% of his uh, of the profits. But essentially, same thing they did with Luka Jovic and Fiorentina. Like, Fiorentina took him for free, but if they sell him, Real Madrid gets 50%. So, yeah. Uh, what else happened? We... Sold um, Misori and Volpato to Sassuolo after Sassuolo refused to sell um, Variety. Davide Fratesi to us. Davide Fratesi joined Inter. People were upset. How do you feel about not signing Fratesi? I do not care. I didn't want to be here. Give me a longer answer. I'm eating. I'm eating too. <laughs> well, you know, he's like, I forget, he had, he had a quote somewhere, and it really pissed me off, because he was like, yeah, um, shit, I can't even remember the quote now, because I got so mad, and a lot of alcohol has been since between now and then. Um, it's It felt like the, like the signing period, like, obviously has been pretty abysmal, but um, it's it's interesting, Roma goes for, for Tazy and whiffs and then they go for skamaka and skamaka goes to atalanta and then they go oh yeah we want kamada kamada goes to lazio i'm like come on can we just get somebody please and then we go for people like renato sanchez and then renato sanchez is like i want champions league and then we go for marcos leonardo and they're like ah yeah we want our money up front and we're like, no. And then they're like, well, we don't want to sell to you then. I saw that the number that they want now is up to like 20 million. And we yeah. had it down at like 12. Because uh, they were like, we have one team interested in him. And we're like, we're the team interested in him. That's not how negotiations work. <laughs> and yeah. then Falcao, the, the president or whatever, got fired because he, director, 
because he was involved in a sex scandal and some shit. And um, yeah, so good luck to him. Mm-hmm. So is that some same Falcao who played for Roma? Yes. Interesting. Um, good luck, brother. Uh, hope you didn't do shit to uh, women. Um, so yeah, um, although he, the fact that he got fired means that, you know, you probably did. Fuck. Why do people have to do that? Like, just because you're a football player does not mean that all girls want to sleep with you. Only the dumb ones. So, yeah. Do you want to hear about FFP or not? Nah. Talk about it. It's so confusing. All right. So, there's... It's, I've been researching this, and I don't even understand it myself yet. But there is parts that I do understand. So, first of all, Roma has to, like, spit up 30 million profit every year from selling players. Um... I'm not sure if that's like related to the salary thing or not, but like I think we had to do it. I mean, we definitely had to do it this year, and I think next year. I don't know why that is though. Maybe not. I'm I'm, I'm not fully sure, but like it, that might be a thing that happens again. May not. However, there is a way more interesting section of the FFP that says that the Roma cannot register more than 23 players as a punishment for you know overspending. Um, Roma cannot, like, we can have 23 instead of 25 players, which means by, Fati- uh, by who was it, Faticanti requested to, to, to be sold, and Tarkirovic got sold. Like, we cannot have these kids come into the first team anymore because we don't have room for them. Um, second of all, uh, we cannot spend more money on salary, like, annual costs. We cannot spend more money on annual costs um in september than we did in february that same year so the team that we registered for the year cannot be more expensive than it was previous year in uh, in february so that means that we have to replace players like for like um what roma did this year we reduced our annual costs by about 40 million like from 133 i'd say to like 89 million which was former players, uh, I mean, Bolognese, players we weren't using anymore, players that weren't in the squad this year, so we cannot really register anyone instead of them because they weren't part of the team, simply. Um, even though we weren't paying their salary, we were paying amortization. So they had some annual costs, and a lot of that $40 million reduction was actually from... Tammy's injury, which like UEFA won't take a, a, against us, which was I forget like 11 million or something like that or 14. Tammy's basically our by far most costly player. Uh, the annual cost is salary plus amortization, so these numbers are also out of whack. Um, like really, really, really strange. So essentially, Roma has reduced annual costs that amounts to absolutely fucking nothing. Like we cannot do anything with that. We cannot register more players. We cannot get any more players for that money. We cannot use it to buy new players. Like We just reduced their cost. That's it. And I feel people getting mad at UEFA for being unfair. <laughs> Don't understand just how badly Roma has run finances for over a decade at this point. We... So I got a question. Yes. If it was you, would you say, go with what we're doing right now? Or would you say, screw that, we'll take a huge fine and skip Europe for a couple seasons, so that way we can do what we want. If it was me, um, and I had assurances from UEFA that there will be no uh, financial penalties, just we won't play any European stuff, I would say, hey, um, we won't play any European tournaments. Give us three years of no European competitions, and we will figure shit out. 
I would do that. But that would mean cutting off Jose Mourinho, cutting off Pellegrini, Cristante, Belotti, Tammy Abraham, uh, Smalling, uh, Roy Patricio, everybody, absolutely everybody. We didn't get either for free or who isn't just young or from Primavera. And getting only development coaches, like, I don't know, Desertabis, Spalletti, whoever, like, just take whatever squad we give you, reach as, as high as you can, repeat next year. Like, your goal is to only win Champions League, nothing, or the Scudetto and Coppa Italia, nothing else. No Europe. Good luck. So, that's what I would do. Um, Wait a minute. Gonna... I got a question. I got yes. another question. I'm full of questions today. Yes. Why is it that other teams are like, Oh, comply with our FFP or face a ban in Europe. And then, you know, I think the better punishment for Juve's, Juve's thing is they should have played Conference League, but they uh, didn't. Sure. They skipped. I'm like, what? I fuck? mean, UEFA doesn't see Conference League as a punishment. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what kind of precedent would it be if they came with that announcement? You went to try to skip you, this league that we highly regard. And don't worry, other teams, we really respect you. But you went I to can... try to skip this bullshit league. I can see it now. Juve will be like, yeah, we're going to crash out in the group stages. And UEFA is like, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> Get back here. You have to play the finals. And everyone's like, excuse me? Oh, shut up. Sheriff Tito Sport from Moldavia. Um, hey, they beat Real Madrid. They maybe. Fuck Red. No, but like, I don't know. Um, the Randers. Problem, the problem is that we Roma fans don't really see things clearly we just think you have to to get us they which they might be now with jose juventus just got 20 million dollar 20 million euro fine for not participating like for being banned like we, we cannot pay 20 million euros annually to not play europe like that's that's not something we can do our our annual debt increases by over 150 million every year like it's, it's increased by 300 million since Friedkins took over and they've been paying a lot of that off. Like they've been just paying it off and paying it off and paying it off, and it's still increasing by three hundred million in two years. We can't. So it's basically like my student loans. Kind of. Oh. Except Friedkin won't fun. get a job with the with the railroad. So Rome is in this position where we are saying it's unfair. How are other clubs and whatever? Like Inter are owned by a dude who's broke and being prosecuted in China for owing trillions to people. And they still can make signings because they have an amazing marketing system. They sell players. They invest in proper youth. They have great scouting. They have a like they, their coach doesn't matter. Like they just just be competent. Put these players on the pitch. That's all they gotta do. We're gonna give you a team. We're gonna give you who you're gonna play. Just to, to draw some strategy. Say words to them. That's all they gotta do. But Roma is like one man, one person will lead us. That is the coach who hasn't changed strategy for twenty years. Um, and got figured out after two seasons, two months in Roma. So these teams, first of all, have a lot of a lot more income than Roma. Second, um, <laughs> I mean, Barcelona just sold off stadium rights, media rights, name rights. They sold off their unborn babies of future players. Like they sold off future players that they haven't signed yet, just to be able to sign players now, which are all like thirty plus years old. Um, Man United weren't allowed to sign certain players before selling off people and before talking to UEFA about agreements who's going to be sold and who won't. They had to let De Gea go because they like they needed space to sign one more goalkeeper, and then they sold everyone else. Like they have like one goalkeeper now, Onana from Inter. Um, what else was it? Uh, Chelsea or who was it that I just read? 
either Chelsea or PSG like cannot do certain things because UEFA doesn't allow them. These are clubs, by the way, that can pump hundreds of millions, if necessary, within one season by just fake sponsorships. We don't have fake sponsorships. Like, we don't have a company that's going to invest 500 million euros into Roma. I don't know why. Like, it's obvious that it's being done. Legal teams cannot prove it because it's really done, done really well. Roma doesn't do that. Roma doesn't have any sponsors that pay more than some peanuts to be on our jerseys. Um, we haven't been paid by dig- digital bids. <clears throat> so Roma is in a very shit situation, making zero money with owners who are not really trying to make money. They're trying to push the stadium, which Friedkin's, oh, sorry, Palotta didn't manage to do. And other teams are simply way more profitable with way better players, better scouting, better youth system coming up. I don't know. That's the situation. We don't. We cannot leverage shit like Barcelona can. We cannot come like Real Madrid and be like, uh, we haven't bought anyone for four years, if you've noticed, and our annual income is $2 billion. So yes, we can buy Mbappe for 200 million euros, but we won't. I don't know. It's unfair, but we brought this on ourselves. And if you think about it, Roma is simply not in the position where we are supposed to be spending money that we are spending. And that is exactly what FFP is, in all intents and purposes, meant to do. Stop teams from committing financial suicide, which we are doing. I like committing financial suicide. (laughs) Me too. Every time I get paid, I just go to Burger King. Um, Wow. At least I diversify. At least I buy clothes. Well, I buy Dota skins. So, but you can't wear a Dota skin, genius. I can on Dota. So another thing about FFP right now that we have is that we cannot register players. Um, we cannot replace players like for like if they're born after 2001. So the fact that we're selling off youth means absolutely nothing. We cannot bring players because we sold them off. They don't count towards that uh, A list that we can um, sell players from and bring in new players. So my question to you, what would you do? Would you uh, hit restart on the whole thing and just be like, by Jose, by entire first team, we're going to reduce our salaries to 40 million from 90 and play only youth and sell them off every single year like we did with Palota? Or keep trying the same way because... Right now, FFP is designed to keep this team as is. And if they want to achieve results, they have to show results. Like this money that's being paid to these players has to show results. What would you do? Keep hoping or blow it up? Uh, well, we did reach the Europa League final last year. I would probably keep going. I think we could. I think there, like, I don't think there's enough depth to fight on two fronts, but I think we could give it a better shot than we did the last time. I think we could probably. I think they'll probably punt on the Coppa Italia again and uh, stick around for the Europa League and try and get a top four spot in the league. I think. Uh, although I think it probably won't won't happen again. I although I do think we'll finish like fifth or something. This problem is because... I don't I don't think we're close to any of the top six teams. Like, we're not close to Atalanta, who just signed the Catalare. The CZK. Yes. Kevin De Bruyne, but not Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne Light. Kevin De Bruyne Light. They signed on loan and option to buy from Milan. They signed Skamaka. They kind of haven't lost anyone they care about, and they still have their system. Rasmus Roiland? 
Yeah, but they replaced him with Kamaka, who I think is better right now. Like, Hoyland has some potential. I have no idea why United... Like, Manchester United is a team that, I swear to God, this is how their, their, their negotiation strategy works. They send an offer for a player, and then someone in their management goes, oh my God, there's a team sending offer. Increase the offer, send another one. And then someone goes, sir, we are the offer. And they're like, I don't care. There's another offer, send the offer. They send a second bid, which is higher than the first one. And then when they receive, like we're thinking about it, or we would like to add this into the contract, someone else goes, oh my god, they refuse it, they reject it, it's not a yes, send a bigger offer. So United end up just outbidding themselves. I, there is no explanation why Hoyland is worth 100 million euros or whatever the fuck. Like, I, think, uh, I think Manchester United outbid themselves when they were putting Harry Maguire on the transfer list, because he's still there. Yes. Um, well, they're like, let's to... get rid of him. Okay, he's on the transfer list. And then Dan Hag's like, hey, there's a Harry Maguire on the list. Let's get him. We already have him. Oh, I just wanna, I just wanna see what exactly Manchester United did. Okay, here's the thing. Rasmus Hoyland. We're just gonna transfer some off transfer mark, transfer market, transfer market. Um, Rasmus Hoyland, 75 million euros. This is like without bonuses and shit. This is just pure raw cash they spit out. Mason Mount, 64 million. Andre Onana, 52 million. They paid 52 million for a goalkeeper when they had the hair. Really? Fine. Okay. I won't judge. Whatever. Rasmus Hoyland is not worth 75 million. Mason Mount. Why do you need Mason Mount? What the fuck do you need him for? What? 64 million. Last year, Anthony, 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 I don't know. 95 million euros cash straight up. Casemiro, 70 million. Lisandro Martinez, 57 million. They could have fucking brought Smalling back. They could have bought Ibanez from us for 35 million. Tyrell Malakia, Malasia, I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, none of those matter. Before that, Jadon Sancho, 85 million. Rafael Varane, 40 million. Sure. Before that, Donny van de Beek, 39 million. Or Beek, as you would say. Ahmad Diallo, 21 million. Why? Where did it go? Harry Maguire, 87 million. Bruno Fernandes, 65 million. Aaron Juan Bissaka, 55 million. How? how? How are they spending these amounts of money on these players that nobody else wants? Nobody's rumored. Nobody's trying to get them. How are they, how are they paying this much money for these? I, I, I don't know. Whatever. It's ridiculous. I'm angry. No. I, I, yeah, I know. You know what the fun part is? That I was a United it. fan once a while ago, once upon a time. That's the fun part. Hold I on. feel bad for Wayne. He's actually a Roma and United fan. Oh, yeah, guys, by uh, the way, we had a three-hour episode with Wayne, which got deleted and destroyed, and I forgot what happened. Some, like, files got corrupt when we were... Yeah, files got corrupt when we were actually... Like, Here we it go. was so fucking good. And we lost the whole episode. No, you lost the whole episode. I asked you, me. hey, give me, give me half. You're like, okay, and then you never send it. Yeah, because when I tried to convert it, it just got destroyed and I couldn't do hey. anything with it. Because to Shut convert up. it, you need to actually delete the whole file. Manchester United have agreed to a 10-year extension to their partnership with Adidas worth a minimum of 900 million pounds. Yeah, you know why? That's stupid. They're the most popular team in Asia. Asia. You know who the most popular Italian team in Asia is? I'll tell you, it's not Roma. Uh, I feel like it's something weird. Not Roma. Fiorentina, because they had Nintendo on the shirt. <laughs> Not 
promo. We are not even trying. Like that's the weird thing. I was telling tracks. We tried. Today. We went to Japan for a middle of the season thing. Yeah, for the Tokyo thing where we didn't even uh got get anything from them. Like we didn't get a Tokyo sponsorship. Uh Tokyo. Tokyo. Did I say Tokyo? I can see that. Imagine that. Like a whole city just sponsors the front of your shirt. Visit Tokyo. <laughs> Visit Tokyo. So Dota tournament was held in Bali, and I was wondering why. And it turns out the hotel, like resort, beautiful, amazing resort, was sponsoring the whole tournament. And uh, <laughs> I feel that's actually genius. We already have the Auberge resorts sponsoring Roma, but like, why do you never take your players to there and just be like, look at all our players enjoying them? So look, oh my god, it's amazing, it's beautiful. No, they're just like visit these resorts why it's on a fucking shirt i don't know man we're not advertising <clears throat> our team anywhere we're not trying to advertise it anywhere we're like trying to make it international but we don't care like we have chosen but the only wait the only reason you pay your chosen within your seven million annually is to fucking get people to follow your team organize a like a signing session in nigeria or Organize something in China. There will be like trillions of people paying one dollar to see Jose, and you split that. That's fine. Yeah, you Make know, like you know, four hundred million. From... <laughs> Sorry. You know what we could do? We could do it like uh, Arsenal have a uh, like visit Rwanda, but instead of on the sleeve, it's on the front of your shirt. <laughs> visit Turks and Caicos. <clears throat> what is that? Is that a country? I think it's a country. It's a bunch of violence. <laughs> I'm just going through Google Earth. So, I don't know. Oh, uh, well, Roma is, Roma is Turks weird. Turks and Caicos is an archipelago of 40 low-lying coral islands in the Atlantic Ocean, southeast of the Bahamas. I'm getting triggered by your accent. Oh, bruv. Just, I hate arguing football with British people. Not, Oi, you like, know Queen's Park Rangers could beat any team out there. They know, like, British, British fans of football know everything. You know, today I was reading something, and there was a dude on uh, on some subreddits trying to show that Michael Jordan had weaknesses and nobody talks about them and stuff. And like in the comments, he was arguing with people, and he goes, uh, "Michael Jordan fans are trying to blah blah blah." I'm like, "What is a Michael Jordan fan? I, if you're a fan of basketball, you're a fan of Michael Jordan. Like, is, is there a group of people that hates Michael Jordan? Like, is that a is that a yes, thing? LeBron fans? <laughs> that is so weird to hear Michael Jordan fans." That doesn't. That shouldn't exist. It's like Bill Russell fans. No, what? What is? What are Bill Russell fans? What are like these players are just universally the most amazing players to watch play basketball. I don't mm-hmm. know. They created the sport as is, and unfortunately, Harden changed that. Um, and Dwayne Wade. So yeah, I don't know. Aroma is in a weird place. Very, very, very strange. Um financial situation where we don't have any income and then we're just keeping things status quo and we're not allowed by uefa to improve by what level of hell is this uh is this like purgatory know. it's like mildly irritating but not quite or are we just straight up damned Nah, i mean it's we're a team that at its worst can pay its coach seven million euros annually and pay striker 7 million euros or whatever Tamir is 9 million I forget and sign Paulo Dybala like at worst we're a very highly competitive team when it comes to money 
but the problem is that we're just not planning it properly. We're not doing anything with it. Like we're all hopes and dreams. There is no system. Like take a look at fucking Atalanta. Do you think their fans care if they sign the ball or not? They're like, we're playing Champions League. We're top four. Like, are we contesting the season for Scudetto? Like, they can they can think of those things. They don't depend on anything. It's like all on them. If one of the players they signed works out to be an amazing player or just good. For us, it's like if Dybala plays out of his mind and doesn't get injured ever, we might be top five. Like, <laughs> that's not acceptable with the team we have. Like... If you talk individually about every single of our, of our players, if you talk to Italian fans in particular, Brian Cristante is a starter for the national team. He's irreplaceable. He's amazing. But Lorenzo Pellegrini is the next coming of Totti at 27, 6, whatever. Uh, do we have problems with attack? Sure. But like Smalling is the best defender on the planet. Mancini is growing into the best Italian defender. Like Who's better than him? Leonardo Spinazzola is Zalewski. And uh, the right side is not that good, but it's still good. Like, okay, but how is this team finishing seventh every single year for the past six years? How are we this bad? So obviously. Injuries. Yeah. I mean, everyone has injuries. Did yeah, but injuries? ours seem to hit harder. Only Roma could lose their guy who they're going to sell the most to an ACL tear on the last game of the season. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, Only Roma could have somebody fracture their tibia on a friendly fire exercise. That's true. <laughs> and then sell the player who didn't. Yeah. And then and then crash out Get to the said player from the shoes out of here. Yeah, and lose to like not only did they lose to his team, they lost twice. In and, it, and you know what's funny is the average scoreline between Roma and Cremonese last year was two one. And they played three games, and Cremonese won two, and Roma won once. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Sounds right. Sounds right. Like right. Stoner, stoner shit, right there, man. Uh, this is why I'm just not. I don't like the option of Jose. I was so sure he's leaving after the season because we didn't get Champions League, and we cannot give him any like improvements. He's not a coach for a team that needs to develop and needs to earn money and needs to turn shit players into good players and mediocre players into good players. He's not a coach for that. Like if we were in Champions League and we needed a push to like the title and we needed to like bunker down our team and be like, we have Inter, we have Milan, we have Juventus, we're all equal. We need someone to push us over that fucking edge every single week. Bring Jose Mourinho in. Perfect. Or we are shooting for Champions League title. We need someone who's going to defend, who's going to make our players die for the ball, die in front of the goal, prevent every goal. Jose Mourinho is the guy. Not Pep, not Klopp, not Nagelsmann. It's Jose Mourinho. We're a fucking seventh place team that doesn't have any stars, <laughs> except Dybala, who's injured 60% of the season. Like, what? That doesn't, that's not supposed to work. But I don't know. I, um, I have no idea. I, I don't know if people think this is the maximum this team can do. I don't think it is. I think there's coaches that make mediocrity look better than it is. Um, coaches like Spalletti, De Zerbi, Italiano, whoever, uh, Simone Inzaghi, as much as people hate to hear that. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't see how we improve with this system. But let's see. I kind of have a positive feeling for the upcoming season. Just because our field adds a lot, I think we're going to sign Renato Sanchez as well. I think the Brazilian striker that we're getting, Marcos Leonardo, is going to be interesting. Um, I feel like it's enough changes for Jose to just abandon his all-defensive approach and kind of let players do whatever they want a little bit more. 
so yeah, we'll see. I'm 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 optimistic as it usually goes for Roma, and then we crash. What do you think? I wonder how many other people we could get. We could have like a. There's got to be some people out there that we could get some Italians. We could have like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the Roma team if we get Leonardo. We could have like um, a Donatello and a Raphael. Raphael Leal, let's go get him from Milan. That'd be nice. Yes, and that other one. Donatello can be Donny Van de Beek. Yes. Who's that other guy? I know there's four. Who could, who Mike, could be Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Is that Renato Sanchez? No, 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 no. Like you need people whose names are that. <laughs> if you have Leonardo, we gotta. They gotta be out there. So it have to be some. I feel like it's either an Italian or a Brazilian. It can be like a Polish, like Michal something, but I don't, I don't remember any Polish players that start with that name. Or could there be like, hmm, Michele? I don't know. Marco Ranatovic. So apparently, as we were talking, Matic might be finalizing a deal to join a French team called Ren, Ren, Rene, Renes, Renes. I don't know. R E N N E S, which backwards could be pronounced Sener. Sener. What, what the fuck? How, why is Matic leaving? Why? He's not leaving. Roma denied it. Okay, good. But he's not playing tonight. Neither is Ibanez. Injury. He has an injury. Oh, okay. No, that's, that's, that's the weirdest thing. He cannot, he cannot like, leave Jose and Roma to just go join random French team. Really? Well, that would what, tell you that would be an going? outlier of where Mourinho would go next. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rip. Um, so, I don't know. I feel we might be better this year than we were last, but everyone else kind of improved. Um, I'm not sure how Lazio is going to look. Like Kamada is different. Asian. I guess we can. T- <laughs> His eyes are going to be different looking than most people <laughs> in Europe. Um, wow. That's yeah. sexist, man. That's fucking sexist right there. Well, sure. So <laughs> I guess we can do like after after the first week, we can do an analysis of uh, how other teams did. And then we can just talk about how much better we are than everyone else because we want one nil and others were like 3-3. Three, three. We're um, going to lose 0-1, I know. Maybe. I am from the future. Oh, speaking of which. We are entering third season of Jose. And this might be the opportunity for him to break the curse, to not get fired or quit in October or November. All right, not here. have the whole team fall apart and go into chaos and horror. What do you think? Also, I interrupted something you were saying. Yes. Because uh, uh, I haven't talked enough. No. Alright, well, well, we'll play a friendly game. Place your bets on the day that Jose Mourinho leaves Roma. Go. I will mark it on a calendar. Officially or like he gone. Like his stuff's out of the office. That he's he took his stuff in a cardboard box. He left. July 10. July 10, 2024. Yeah. I think he stays Weird the day. whole season. I think uh he wins Europa League or something. And or just has like a good placement in Roma, like finishes just out of fourth or finishes fourth. He said July 10. He leaves. Roma you said wins Europa League? I think Roma wins Europa League or finishes fourth or just outside of fourth and he's like uh 
weighing his options and like doesn't want to leave Roma, but there is an offer, but his contract expired, but he might want to renew, and we won't know everything anything because we'll be like, oh my god, Joseph has to has to stay, please. We can spend money now, and then uh, it's he's he's gonna like announce his departure on July 10, and then. It's gonna come out that Roma simply could never match offers of like twenty-five million euros to him. All right, we have July tenth, twenty twenty-four. Greece says Jose Mourinho leaves. Roma wins the Europa League title or finishes fourth or slightly outside. I think you covered yep. all the bases. That's cheating. <laughs> I'm going you? to say. Uh, I feel like it's gonna be February nineteenth, twenty twenty-four. That's interesting. Yep, they're gonna be like. All right, uh, season's not going very well. We just lost two very good players to AFCON. Uh, we're admiring around in six, and we lost in the group stages in the Europa League. Uh, fuck this shit, I'm out. See, I think it would leave either in October or November. Like, things just not going very well. He gets frustrated that uh, he couldn't get the players he wanted. He says, I cannot deliver any results. I want to leave now. I want to leave I Roma. I cannot play with this team. Fine. I want to leave Roma apt time to correct the course. I think if like if it reaches February, he's like, "Fuck it, I'm staying." Like, I'm not betraying anyone. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I think they're gonna ride out the season, and it's gonna be slightly better than last year to at least watch the club. But yeah, I I, I do not envy Pinto, not one bit. He's being being blamed for everything, and it's none of it is his fault. Um. Diago so, Pinto couldn't negotiate for a free bicycle off of Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Memes are funny, though. Memes are really good. Um, <clears throat> follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Um, somebody's posting memes on both. It's not the same person. One of the persons posting memes is just fucking social media genius who creates stuff in, like, seven and a half seconds and i I need to go talk to that person and find out i will pay them how to find out how to do that shit like how do you create that small video in like seven minutes on your phone while like going to a place i won't i won't dox him or her them but how the hell do you do that on a phone i don't know i'm still trying to figure out how to do it on a computer (laughs) right (laughs) i feel like a boomer and i'm like 30 years old jesus christ you are a boomer. I'm just not a zoomer, okay? I'm a millennial. You're not a zoomer. You're a millennial. How do I reach these kids? <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids. Do you like Justin Bieber? Uh, yeah. So, yep. what do you think your, about? What's your, what's your prediction next year? What do we finish? I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, what's your prediction for uh, the, pre- the final preseason game today? I don't know who we were playing against. A French team. A French team. Is it uh, from Ligue 1 or Ligue 2 or Ligue 3? I don't know. I don't watch the leagues in France. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Three. I, just I think it was uh, Ligue 1. Ligue 1. Oui. Wait, I need to find where it is. Uh, I can just, you want to press Control F and then type Rome. Hmm. Who's oh, the name? are we playing Toulouse? We are I thought we were playing to win. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. We're just probably going to win. I'm not sure. We'll see. But uh, Roma will probably win, and I predict finishing in seventh, <laughs> which is completely opposite of what I just said. I'm feeling frisky and going with fifth. 
Nice. And I feel like there will be uh, one win. Uh, I'm going to say they're going to win against Inter at home. Uh, they're going to win against Milan away and win against Juve away. 